covering all your favorite parts of the 50-yard fight. This is the Inside the Walls podcast with Zach Heilman and Jim Bernier. Welcome in fans of the 50-yard fight. This is the Inside the Walls podcast, Thursday's Turf Talk edition of the show. And as always, is myself, along with my good buddy, pal, and co-host, Jim Mernier, and of course, with every edition of Turf Talk, we bring you folks from the field, off the field, part of the NAL and around the league itself. This week, we're joined by a gentleman that has taken the Albany Empire by a storm. He has stepped up in recent weeks. He's been slinging the rock around the football, that is. It is Sam Castronova joining us. Sam, good to have you on, man. How are things? You're, you know, a little bit of a rocky start for the Empire, but now you're two and one, sitting right back up where many of us had in the preseason polls expecting you. I mean, how, how's it going? You're going into another game. What are things going for you? Yeah, first off, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, uh, th- things are going well. Uh, we're really coming together up here. we got a tight-knit group up here that, that all cares for each other. So we're just having fun and, and, and trying to win some football games. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you guys have been do- getting back on the winning track, you know, again, we mentioned Rocky start for at least the team overall week one, um, you know, maybe not as expected results in front of a ho- big home crowd there at the MVP arena um, for yourself. I mean, you weren't starting that game, but I mean, not to go into too many semantics, but you know, you get thrusted after what was a wacky trade scenario for the league into this role, you know, last year you were th- with the Cobras, things kind of got shaken up for you. You were put on the sideline at the end of the year into that playoff run. You're banged up, of course. This season, you're back in the starting spotlight, but, I mean, you're making the most of it so far, my friend. We're, we've set our praises for yourself this year. Um, I mean, how's it been just adjusting to all of it last year or so? Uh, it's, it's been great. I mean, God bless me with another opportunity uh, up here in Albany. It's a little bit closer to home, so so that was cool, too, because uh, my wife is pregnant with our first kid, so wanted to be nice. closer to home. Congratulations. Got a baby boy. And, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been an adjustment, but it's been great. I mean, coaches have done a great job of getting me acclimated to the new offense. And, uh, we had a good game plan going into Jacksonville, uh, my first start and, uh, and O-line did a great job. It's, it's also nice to be able to throw to, uh, Darius Prince and Antoine Grant and Jared Dangerfield. So, I mean, I think they're the best receiver receiving core in the league right now, but, um, it, it's been a lot of fun to play, to play football again. I imagine so. I mean, it's great that you're getting these starts. I mean, you you've been uh, one of the, like I said, one of the top QBs in the league so far through your two weeks. And you know, you guys are going to be coming back here 21st. You're going to go back home. You got the Sharks coming into town for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, short, t- I mean, bit of a turnaround. You pretty, of course, recent credit 16 league, of course, but still, you know, only three weeks ago you guys play played them. You get to play at home now. Uh, what did you self? What did you take away from that first contest against the Sharks that maybe you're going to be bringing in, or that maybe Tom Manas is preaching for this contest, bringing them to the MVP arena? Uh, just preaching physicality and then eliminating turnovers because I we started off real hot on offense, but uh, we turned the ball over a little bit and we had a nice double digit lead and we turned the ball over a little bit and let them get back into the game. So just trying to be smarter with the football and uh, make quicker decisions, but. Uh, just, uh, just try and execute a little bit better. So the atmosphere in Jacksonville is considered one of the most hostile. And you showed out in your first game in Jacksonville. What was the mindset, first game as a starter? You've had history with playing with Carolina and now here in Albany. What was your mindset going here in Jacksonville, taking on a Jacksonville team that was trying to find themselves 
especially in the home opener for them? Uh, just going in and giving everything I got. I mean, coaches did a great job with the game plan going into the week. And, and like I said, my guys were making plays for me. And uh, it, it, I can definitely attest to it is it is quite hostile down there. We got guys in our ears on the sidelines and, and they were loud, too. So I'm expecting uh, expecting them to have to deal with that up, up here in Albany this week. You know, I got to ask, I, I brought this question up to uh, Jonathan Bain last week on our last episode of Turf Talk. You know, you're you're in the specialist role. You know, you're you're the quarterback. Obviously, you're playing only one side. Um, but between coach and player, I imagine, you know, you have to keep an eye on who's tired, who's not. You know, not everyone can be a Darius Prince and be in essentially mm-hmm. the entire contest and be Iron Man of Iron Man with just conditioning and strength. I mean, are you playing that role? Or are you are you kind of like Tom Manasseh's eyes and ears on checking guys, you know, making sure like, hey, look, I know you're trying to play this out and, you know, be, be uh, you know, really a bunch of a team player, but, you know, you getting healthy or you staying on the sidelines, getting, uh, you know, a little more geared up for the later half. You know, are you that are you that set up for him? I mean, yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm the number one guy, but he definitely listens to what I have to say. Same with Coach Ware. Like our, our center, Melvin Hollins, against Jacksonville, actually played the entire game offense and defense. He was out for one series, three plays on defense. So uh, I finally in the fourth quarter, I was like, hey, Coach, we got to just get him one blow so we have him on offense because he he's a monster. And he he was doing what, what he could for the team because we actually didn't really have a backup center that week. So he played the entire game offense and defense. So. Yeah, I'll give him a give him a little input, and obviously it's his his decision. But uh, he, he listens to me. So, your ability as a quarterback from last year to this year, this is the one question I've always liked to ask quarterbacks: What made, what things did you do this off season to correct the mistakes you did last year to make yourself even a better player this year? And for you, when you were in Carolina, tough start. Now in Albany, day and night, you went from. A bad name I gave you, Samsonoff. Messed up your name last year to now. Hey, I didn't super think you'd actually bring that up. Hey, I, I, I got to bring it up. The fans need to know that. <laughs> if not, we're gonna have people say, "Hey, Jim used to call this guy." This is well, we, I called you Samsonoff. Got completely wrong. Got bombarded by even Coach Rez of uh, Carolina at the time, and now you're <laughs> Sam Supernova, which Levesque then steals from me and say he's a, so Levesque. Good job. Uh, you get the credit, but. From last year, this year, complete night and day quarterback. You're you look like freaking Michael Vick out there the last couple of games when the offensive line's breaking down and you're running like circles. You did two plays in Jackson. I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a 10 yard loss. Yeah, this is gonna be a nine yard loss. Ends up being 35 yard touchdown pass to a tight end, or uh, I'm gonna just throw a dart the Darius Prince in the quarter of the end zone. Um, day and night. What did you do this offseason to get to a play right now that some people in the league think that you can be pushing towards the MVP? of the league if you keep your success going this year? Uh, I think first and foremost, I mean, it was my rookie year last year and uh, I got, I got thrust into the starting job because I mean, uh, down in Carolina, I fought for the job and I had a really good camp, but being my rookie year, it was a lot to learn for arena football. It's, it's very fast. It's so much different than outdoor. And I think I learned a lot just from that experience in Carolina, which I'm super grateful for and coach Rez for giving me my first professional opportunity. Um, but I definitely learned a lot of experience. And then this summer, I just I was working hard on getting my drops and, and working out and staying strong in the gym. And I think I, I used my legs a little bit last year, but it was just more to kind of run. And I, I'm trying to just extend plays when I can and be smarter with the football. I'm, I'm not trying to run as much as I did last year because I was banged up, banged up a lot. But uh, just trying to try to be smarter and watching film and, and learning from my experiences from last year. 
You're, now let's get. I was going to say here, uh, Zach. Now you got Darius Prince, Antoine Grant, Dwayne Hollis, Dangerfield. All four of those guys were leading receivers on their respective team last year. Now they're all together with you in Albany. Yeah. How? Um, first off, how? That's unfair because I was texting a couple of Albany fans <laughs> this a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, they got two starting rosters, one on the sideline and one playing. It's like unfair because these players, how the, how's it playing with those players in Albany this year just benefit you for growing as a quarterback overall? Yeah, I've, I've been pretty, pretty blessed my two years in the league throwing at Ings last year and then throwing all four of these guys this year. So uh, I, I, I'm not complaining, but um, it's, been, it's been awesome. I mean, they, Darius and, and, and uh, Grant have taught me a bunch uh, just, just in the first few weeks of camp and then since, I, since I've taken on the starting role and starting to get our chemistry up because, I mean, we didn't even get to really – I was never really thrown with them during camp and, uh, and preseason because uh, I, was in the, I was in the two role. So it's, uh, I think we're just getting started, to be honest with you. I think it's, it's, it's going to be fun. You know, you have Dwayne Hollis working Ironman duties, kind of giving back and forth. Does he ever give you tips on what to look for for maybe cornerback tendencies or anything in secondary? I mean, that's the unique thing with Ironman is you get to have someone play two ways. So, you know, for the corners, they get to at least like, hey, how I get to take my expertise. I can maybe burn someone doing something that maybe bugs me. Does he ever come to you or have or other corners come to you with something maybe they notice? Yeah, Hollis is it's nice to have him out there. Of course, he tells me he's the wall's always open, which he's not wrong on that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's nice to have him because he, he's doing a great job going both ways. He got a little banged up uh, last week in Orlando, but we're hoping we're hoping to have him back this week and uh, rest it up. But yeah, he's definitely taught me a few things too, and he's like another coach on the field out there. Nice, and he's plenty of experience, of course. I mean, he's been top level for a while for a little while now. NAL or elsewhere, of course, uh, back to AFL days. Uh, for for you, you said something earlier. You talked it's your it was last year was your rookie year for Arena. So um, right out of the gate, if, if you're a quarterback, you're coming into this whole scene. You know the NAL is your stop. You get signed on. You're going okay. I'm used to outdoor. This is uh, 50 yards. The field's a little squished. I got to account for the wall for my receivers now. Um, three man lines what's the, what's the first thing I, if I'm a QB, like I'm, I'm talking to you, I'm like, Hey, Sam, I'm your backup this year. What the heck do I need to learn? What's the first thing you tell me? Uh, number one, it is fast. Everything happens much faster, but being only eight on eight, it helps you out a little bit, but just uh, get rid of the ball when you can and take what the defense gives you. Hmm. Fair point. You know, can't always be the, Home run ball. That's one thing we always talk about on this show. You know, uh, <laughs> those things always won't be there. <laughs> but hey, you got the you got the receiving court for it at least. You know, you talk about Prince. Although you have, you know, we were going to for the show. We had talked about having uh Marco Roscoe on to have here. Uh, you've given given him plenty of praises when we were leading up just to recording. Um, talk about how that's been. I mean, last you know, last game there, special teams player player of the week, you know, had quite the impact. I mean. You know, 16, best game, yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, it was finally hitting hitting deuces again. You know, something that we've been looking to see get that back and rolling. Uh, I mean, how's that help you guys out? Or how do you feel about having at least one of the top kickers in the league right now? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I can't. He's been doing a great job. How about that fine from from Coach Manas all the way from Colombia? So we, yeah, no kidding. 
<laughs> yeah, Mark's, Mark's actually one of my good buddies on the team. Usually kickers are a little bit of a different breed, but he he's he's a pretty normal guy. So uh, we, we've been become pretty good friends, and and he's he did a great job last week. He's been doing a great job all all the time. It's tough with the Ironman switching out long snappers and not having too many specialists on the field. So it's been a ride, but uh, but we're getting used to it. Are you? Is there any praise for the big men who block for you? I have there uh, in, in Albany. <laughs> Right when I got player of the week, that was the first people I shouted out because uh, I'm just, I'm sorry. I got to imagine now with him asking, it's like, nah, I'm like, like, just trash your line on you. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great gonna... like, conversation. Like we're like, we're mid game this week and I'm just going to leave this on here because we like mid game this week. You just, you take the opportunity. We're like, Oh, eight sacks. Oh man. Sam really, really is paying for this interview. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. happens means Jacksonville is winning. <laughs> That's happening. They were getting after Southwick last Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, not but no, go ahead ahead. I mean, your line's been doing some pretty damn good job, we've been saying. So Yeah, the whole line's been great. I mean, I couldn't do what I'm doing without them. And it's been tough, like I said, with Iron Man. We got C Say, who's never played offense in his life. He's doing a great job and Goodlow and, and C Lube, who's been playing for a little while. He he's uh he's been doing good and Isaiah Hardy. He's a monster, as you know, Jim. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. But we had to, we had to bring him up here. But yeah, that, I, I love those big boys. I'm taking them out to dinner tomorrow, so we're gonna can't get can't do it without them. Right. You guys were out to uh one of the, you were out to one of the sponsors of the team for dinner this week or earlier this week or over the weekend, right? Like, yeah, it was actually yesterday. Yesterday night. Uh, C. Forget what the name. C. So C something. Uh, grills. It was really, it was delicious. It was delicious. Oh, good. I mean, I saw the saw the photos on that. Prince was getting into into some oh, sort of something in there. Prince Pete now. <laughs> he packed it away. Huh? One thing about football players, we can we can pack it on. Problem is, is when we stop playing, do we want to keep it on or work it off? But I'm worried about. <laughs> I kept already, it on. Bad bod, so it might be dangerous once I stop playing. Who knows? <laughs> Sam so I mean this obviously second year in the league now you're in a different complete market uh what's something you've noticed uh, just in the Albany area you know the empire you know the history with them you know we'll say it they started in the AFL you know they're the they're one of the newer NAL teams and still trying to reestablish getting that fan base back and uh mm-hmm. saying you know we've talked with Levesque and Gaz on this that we want to get them back out there that we are there um, what have you, what have fans, have you talked to any fans? What have they talked to you about the team, like being here and now with the NAL? Yeah. I mean, we had a meet and greet before the season even started and there was a ton of fans out there. I, uh, the fans are great. The first, the first turnout for the first game was amazing. I mean, we didn't deliver the W for them, but there was a great turnout. They were loud. I mean, I think it was tough last year, uh, in Carolina with COVID and everything to get people to come on back out to games, but, but up here, it's been, it's been great. Fantastic. That's good to hear because last year New York was just crushed with the sanctions for mask mandates. And we were told that they're going to be full capacity for the NAL championship game. And when it happened, it's like not even 2000 people in there because the state decides, Oh, put the mask mandate back on. Yeah. Now I have to keep my comments to myself about those (laughs) mandates, but fair uh... enough. (laughs) Fair enough. I also instruct my co-host to also hold the comments. This time. <laughs> I, I I will deny it. Chop block right there on. Actually, that's illegal. So uh, no, just full stop block. 
but no, it's got to be. I mean, for you, it's, it's illegal if be... you get caught, my friend. That's just, <laughs> just going to say. Okay. <laughs> oh, geez. It's got to be great for you, though, Sam. Like, I mean, you, you said it. That first week one crowd for Albany looked really good. Like, it's, we were we were happy to see fans come back out after having the will they, won't they of the different mandates for the arena last season. So, I mean, you got to, I mean, you got to love it. You know, a full arena crowd. I've, I have gotten to see experience at one time, still need to go to a Sharks game, but you know, they, it gets rowdy. They get after it down there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. It's a narrative, man. Every player we've talked to, talk to, and they we bring up Jacksonville or any other team. They always, somehow away come back to Jacksonville even playing against them or playing for them it's just unique that the NAL our league that we cover and you play in we're all trying to get that development of getting people to realize Jacksonville yes it's big fans Levexa on his show this week they have the fans that's what we need to represent the whole league and hopefully Albany has shown that over the last couple of weeks yeah last year that they're getting heading towards where you're going to see the same atmosphere in Albany. Now, if it's the same atmosphere from the Arena Bowl days and their AFL days, I can't wait to go up there and visit up there and enjoy that atmosphere because sure. when back then was great. And mm-hmm. I know I'm not. This is supposed to be an Albany special. Sorry, Albany fans, um, but I'm just taking a comment that came from your president <laughs> earlier this week on his show that. Jacksonville has the fans. He's basically calling you the fans out in Albany out to pack the MVP arena. Just saying, just relating to what he says on Gaz and Levesque show. Just saying. We'll have a good turnout this week, I think, and then hopefully it'll just keep on growing. Mm-hmm. But speaking well, speaking this week, what's the preparation? Playing the Sharks again, second in the final two means you guys, one point was the difference between the two teams just a couple weeks ago. Now it's in your building. Is it the same mindset? Do you know how to play Jacksonville? You know how to play Malik? You know how to play the receivers? In your case, the defense. What What's the game plan you think? Come, we, I know you can't tell us, but preparing for Jacksonville this coming week. Yeah, I mean, obviously uh, we picked up some tendencies, being able to watch them, uh, some film on them the first three games, and obviously a game against us. So we've been able to pick up on some things that, that they do and some tendencies. But, I mean, the game plan is always the same as, as, as we, Coach tells us all the time. The only people that can beat us is ourselves. So. As long as we go out there and execute, then uh, then we should have a pretty good game. Nice, yeah. I mean, it, you gotta, you know, keep get more possessions, keep ahead of the ball, limit the turnovers. You know, mm-hmm. find of course your big targets, many of them that <laughs> you got out there. Uh, actually, one of them I gotta ask: uh, what's the status with uh, Antoine Grant? I know he, you know he's. Uh, I understand he's dealing with a little bit of an injury issue as of late. Is he gonna be? You know, if he's gonna be back out there for you. Uh, I'm not too sure. He's been he's been re- rehabbing and working hard, but uh, I don't I can't say for certain about Saturday. Fair enough. <laughs> just got to make can't sure, confirm man. or deny. That's the yeah. that's the question. <laughs> hey, we just want to see your specialist back out there, man. Absolutely. Hey, you want. don't think I do? Oh, oh I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, th- thanks for joining us on this edition here at Turf Talk. Appreciate it, man. Good luck with the rest of the season. Keep on uh, going upward there. You got a great squad to work behind, and you got a great fan base to work behind, too. So we wish you the best. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, guys. God bless.
Yeah. No problem. That's going to do it for this edition of Turf Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, be sure to tune in every Thursday on your favorite podcast platforms or on our YouTube page at Inside the Walls there. Social media at Pod. by the way, if you want to check us out on all your favorite platforms as well. Um, every week, new guests, new discussions, all players, coaches, or exec personnel from the National Arena League. For Sam Castronova, for Jim Mernier, I'm Zach Collins saying so long. Catch you next week for our next edition. Stay tuned.